everybody, welcome to Cinema Trip Reviews. We've got a big show here for you. Beware the moon, because we are reviewing An American Werewolf in London with special guest Joe Lascola from Movie Dumpster. Welcome back to Cinema Trip Reviews, reviewing American Werewolf in London with special guest Joe Lascola from Movie Dumpster. How you doing, Joe? Dude, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Vernon and Wyatt. I uh, really appreciate it, and uh, I cannot wait to talk about this flick. This is one of my favorite werewolf movies, so uh, <laughs> so I'm psyched. Yeah, I mean, this is we're big fans of yours. Uh, we just really appreciate you having on, you. being on the show here. Absolutely. Uh, we got a lot to talk Dude, the about. The pleasure is all mine. Pleasure is all mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got a lot to talk about. You know, American Werewolf in London is such a classic movie. Um, Vern, this was your first time actually seeing the movie, right? Exactly. And as soon as it was over, you know, I'm, I'm doing my research on it afterwards, you know, and coming to find this is consensus. General public is like, this is probably besides that uh, first werewolf movie, you know, the black and white, it, this is generally the best werewolf movie people think, you know? And I was like, okay, you know, it was it was awesome. It was from, uh, what, 1981 there? Um, so it's it's a little bit older, you know, by this point here, but I, I genuinely enjoyed it the whole way through. I was like, just wondering what was going on, you know? And just, <laughs> it, it was a, it was an intriguing story, you know? So I, I could feel immediately afterwards, like this is definitely, I could see how this is a classic, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, a lot of people rank this up there as like a top werewolf movie, you know, along with like the howling and, and stuff like That's that. That's what it was. The howling. Yep. Like that. Oh, uh, big time. Yeah. Well, they, they kind of came out like right next to each other. And there's oh, yeah. a lot of like the behind here, the scenes yeah. stuff that kind of links them both together for this. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw That's that, crazy. Like... I can't believe, I can't believe you, you, you've never seen this movie. This, ever. <laughs> this entire time. And the thing is, um, we were, we were talking about it beforehand. I've seen the, the, like some of the other movies this, from this director here. And, uh, sure. I, I had no idea this was even a thing. So I'm glad that Wyatt brought it to my attention here. He's like, go watch this movie. Gave me the, the login for Peacock, you know, and I was just like on it immediately there, you know, but it, it was second. great. The guy who did Blues Brothers did a win. <laughs> yeah, Animal like, House? Kind of. Uh, you know, and I, I was telling him beforehand as well, I could see a little bit of the comedic elements in the movie, yeah. you know, like that what he was going for. So it, it was great. I enjoyed it the whole time. Yeah, I think a lot of the general reception at the time, I feel, was a lot of people were surprised because, you know, John Landis, you know being synonymous with the Blues Brothers, uh, Coming to America, and uh, Animal House, like you said, Joe. Everybody was kind of expecting to go into like a comedy, you know, more of a comedy than a horror, and it kind of was flip-flopped, was the other way around, which is little bits of comedic elements into the movie. Um, mm -hmm. But we mentioned The Howling. Apparently, because you said this came out around the same time, from what I read, yeah, this was in the works for a while. Rick Baker was kind of getting tired of waiting for this, so he kind of hopped onto The Howling for a minute. And then I guess John yeah. Landis started this again, and then he's like, all right, I already committed to it. I guess I'll go back and do this movie here. Yeah, so so uh, a young Rob, Rob Bottin was uh, working under Rick Baker. So mm -hmm. like you said, yeah, he was going to do American Werewolf with uh, Landis, uh, Rick Baker, I mean. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the project wasn't panning out, and Joe Dante was like, hey, man, doing a werewolf movie, let's do it. And then John Landis was like, shit, I better <laughs> make my werewolf movie, right? Yeah. So Rick Baker goes, so Rick Baker uh, ends up jumping over to um, American Werewolf in London. Rob Bottin works on that a little bit, mm -hmm. but then instead of letting the howling go, Rob Bottin jumps back over and works on the howling. So that's like his big werewolf movie. Yeah. Adopting, adopting what 
Rick Baker's doing and his techniques for American Werewolf to do the howling. So, yeah, I like got the that change was... heads and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, this was a, you know, practical effects Marvel at that time. You know, nobody oh, yeah. ever saw anything like this at that time. Everybody pretty was pretty sure this freaked out. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, it, it, I think this was the first movie to win an Oscar for special effects. Yeah. yeah. Am I right on that? I think yeah. so. Yeah. I have One that of the in my notes that here. I was watching afterwards said that and I was just like, wow. And like people were like surprised, you know, because it's a horror movie. You know, generally you don't get that yeah. type of Academy, uh, you know, recognition. Yeah. And I, I do have, like, I mean, the steelbook of the movie. It's, like, the Full Moon Edition. Oh, nice. It does come with, like, all the, like, documentaries on it. And there is, like, a certain special feature where it's actually, like, them doing all the casts and the molding and actually, you know, making the practical effects for it. And it's it's very interesting. It's so awesome. I, I think my first exposure to that was uh, the Michael Jackson thriller, the making of thriller video. Because yeah. Michael Jackson saw... Um, werewolf in london and was like okay i want to do that like i want john landis to come and direct this video and yeah. uh, i'll have rick, rick baker do me up in the makeup so the behind the scenes to that was like one of my first introductions to like the process like the effects process and that kind of just like got all those fires going to me and stuff so it yeah so so like you're saying on that dvd uh, i got the arrow blue and that fucking thing is packed to the gills oh, yeah, I'm sure with all the goodies and and a booklet <laughs> and all kinds of stuff I mean, I, at nauseum, the 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 uh, behind the scenes stuff on this. So, but yeah, like you said, Rick Baker and John Lannis went on to work with Thriller. Uh, I saw that apparently Michael Jackson was kind of iffy on doing werewolves at the, like the last second, just because he was he had like a kind of a clean image. He was worried about kind of giving out like satanic vibes and stuff like that. So Especially they have like a, that a disclaimer at the beginning of the video. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's because uh, you know he loves horror movies, but j to your point, you know what I mean. It's that it's that whole like kind of weird Christian thing where he's like, yeah. I don't like the devil, but I like werewolves, so let's do it. <laughs> stop it, John! Stop tickling nothing, my feet, John! Nothing's stop. wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see the making of Thriller? I've Dude, seen bits and pieces. The I never sat down to watch it though. Oh my god, you're do it! It's like a Halloween staple in this house. We watch it every Halloween. Oh really? Um, yeah, uh, and I've watched it since I was a I was a kid. And, yeah. uh, a cousin of mine who just passed away uh, actually introduced me to that film. So or that behind the scenes. So so that was a uh, that was a tape we'd watch as kids all the time. Uh, but there's a part in it where John Landis uh, is like it like, picks up Michael Jackson like over his shoulder and then like takes his shoe off and like tickles his foot and shit. And he's like, stop, stop, stop it, John. It's like Michael Jackson's very ticklish. And I'm like, why are you touching this? Like, I'm glad they were filming that. Like, so we have that moment of history. <laughs> what? No, watch. watch. No, no, Michael, hold still. Watch. No. <laughs> you did that yesterday. That's all. Another just, you know, behind BTS thing, like, yeah. um, uh, just, just for like uh, Michael Jackson in particular, you know, he wasn't crazy about his self-image. So he like freaked out a little bit when he saw Rick Baker like cast his face and stuff. You could see it in that video, like his kind of disdain for the way he looks and that mm -hmm. kind of whole path that he went down. It's, yeah. it's a little sad, but it's a, it's a great making of for sure. Big time. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely um, want to check that out. Yeah. And just a couple, a couple little notes here. Uh, they did cut some scenes from the movie, just some extensive gore, mainly uh, from what I saw with there's a scene in the movie where a bunch of hobos get attacked. Apparently, there was more to that where it was a lot more gory. Uh, they mm -hmm. cut that out. And apparently there was extended sex scenes as well that they ended up cutting out. Apparently, John Landis got a little oh, uh, <laughs> he got a little too uh, excited, you know, filming wait, those scenes. Wait, 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 wait. 
Jenny's naked. Let uh, come on, keep keep fucking rolling on this. Let's uh, <laughs> let's see them boobs. Well, we did it in the shower. We got to move it to the bed. What if we do one in the <laughs> kitchen of the apartment now? <laughs> okay, wait. Take, take the covers down. I can't see the ass crack. <laughs> like John, you, you got to cut this out. We got like twenty minutes of sex scenes here. You got to cut we're, it out. We're yet. good, oh, dude. We got that didn't end up on the cutting room floor, man. That was that's in like a fucking yeah. in his house or something. He has those, in those tapes. Like his fucking stag movie. Oh my god. Uh, and the last bit of stuff I have here is apparently the studio that they worked with wanted Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi in the in the lead roles really? instead of like uh, David Naughton and Griffin Dunn. And John Landis was just not about that. <laughs> he was like, no, th- that it doesn't work. We need kind of I, unknown actors, you know, guys that, that just getting their feet wet in Hollywood. Yeah, I couldn't imagine Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi like doing this movie. It it would not be the movie that it is. It's, yeah. it's the same thing we always talk about. Like, what if the Ghostbusters had, uh, you Eddie know, Murphy, uh, Eddie yeah. Murphy in it yeah. and all that? And it's like, nah, this this it just one of them. It wouldn't the same. be the it wouldn't be the masterpiece that it is. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. I would assume that Dan Aykroyd would have been David in this in this movie, and like uh, Belushi would have probably been uh, what's his name? I'm blanking out on it right now. Uh, Jack. Oh, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Gr- Griffin Dunya. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I can't even imagine John Belushi them panning over and him just in that like crazy makeup with that claw marks across just his all face. Ripped like, up. Hey, David. <laughs> Eyes are all huge because he just did a bump or two before the shoot. <laughs> Sitting in oh, that. Oh my theater. goodness. With that piece of skin flapping, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it wouldn't have worked. It would have took you way out of the movie. Uh, but yeah, we could hop right into it, man. Uh. Opens perfectly. The musical cues in this movie are great. Opens with Blue Moon going across like these nice European countrysides. It it opens mm. great. Sets the tone a little bit. It does. It Big really time. does. There's like there's like what four or five different renditions of Blue Moon in this movie. Yeah. Or relating to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. They have like this one, uh, Creedence Clearwater. They have in there. Uh, and there's another one. Moon Dance. Van Morrison. Yeah. 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 There's a couple of them in there. Um, but they're just kind of backpacking through the European countryside because apparently this is what people do. I, I I never really see a lot of people just backpacking everywhere, but in horror movies it happens all the time, especially I mean, across European uh, countrysides. Us personally, I mean, I don't want to give out too much information, but we're like close to the Appalachian Trail. It's pretty long, so that yeah. doesn't really take too much. So like, oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. see people walking along, you know, the road <laughs> sometimes. But like, like you're saying, it just it doesn't seem like something yeah. that it it's generally happening a lot, you know. Especially but, going across the like going to Europe and just like, walking across the countryside you never even been to or know about, really. To be honest, <laughs> it sounds intriguing. It sounds like oh, something yeah. I I would like to do. You know, I I don't know if I would, but it sounds like something that's not out of the realm of possibility. So I could I could For see sure. this happening here, you know. I think well, it's also the English countryside now. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but there are no bears or large cats or any of that kind of shit out there. There's no coyotes or nothing like right. that. Like, so it's kind of different, <laughs> you know? And that's such a great plot point Well, in the beginning as we get into this. Because it's like, well, what the fuck is this giant animal running around on the moors? Yeah. Maybe it's a dog. Um, it's a rap dog. <laughs> But you meet David and Jack, you know, just getting off a sheep truck. You know, someone gave him a ride in the middle of the countryside. Uh, specifically, they're, you know, they're just kind of chit-chatting, walking down the road. You get the mention of Debbie Klein, who is just a straight-up tease to Jack his whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this does come up eventually again. Uh, but, yeah, they, they make their way into— She likes him too much, you know? <laughs> 
but yeah, you, they make their way to the slaughtered lamb, which you know is just an iconic horror location now that everybody knows about. I, I see this and I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, as, as somebody who's first time watching this movie, I'm just like, you know, this is a terrible idea. And then a, as they proceed into the slaughtered lamb, everything stops. Hello. You know, typical, just fat. Like everything stops. They're just all these staring. Two yanks. Like, yeah. These two yanks walk into our bar, our pub. You know, it's just like I, I was, I was tense at that moment. I'm like, oh god, you know, what is going to happen here? You know, that whole scene is so good. The it is. is yeah. so great. Bunch of red flags. Uh, you know, I always just wanted. Like... Bunch, oh, yeah. of flags. bunch of red flags. <laughs> I always wanted that sign yeah. uh, to like hang up in my house, like near the bar or something. Never got it, not yet anyway. But maybe yeah, one day. I know they make them. I've seen them before, especially like at some sure. of these, these like conventions and stuff that I've seen them. Uh, but yeah, you got you got the sign of the slaughtered lamb, you know, with the the wolf's head bleeding and everything, and then you you walk in and you have a big old pentagram on the wall that Jack points out. And you... So bad timing, such bad timing. <laughs> Everybody's laughing, having a good time. He's like, <laughs> what, "What's that?" Excuse me. What mark that scar on the wall for? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he thought that was the best way to bring it up. I love how Jack's just like he's like, "Oh, that's the Universal, the Wolf Man. That's the mark. That's the mark of the Wolf Man." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the owner's from Texas, he says, or some shit yeah. like that. I don't know. It's written really well. It's so, it's so funny. Um, and the dude comes over. He's like, you made me miss. I've never you missed the board that. before. I've never missed that like, board before. That dude is so intense. Like, throughout the every yeah. – even, like, because he helps him out later in the movie a little bit. Even then, he's just he just has this intense face. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not even in it that much, but he's just so intense. Even the, the other guy as well who was telling, like, the joke. Oh man, right. he's great. He what's funny is he's in uh that one guy who's telling the joke is in the company of wolves with uh David Warner. Um okay. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Another great werewolf movie, but it's just funny that it's parallel werewolf movies. Mm -hmm. That joke fucking kills it. I know the punchline every time, but it's still fun. I love when the guy like spits his beer out and shit. Yeah, and just so the way he delivers it. <laughs> this is so funny. And yeah, and like the the reaction is ridiculous because everybody is losing their minds to this joke. Yeah. <laughs> It's so over and the top. Griffin dude's just like, hey, by the way, what's that fucking star on the wall? <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere, man. It's yeah. so random. You, <laughs> what? you made me miss. Made me miss. Like... Dude, this, this always blew my mind because it was like, okay, you know there's a werewolf out there. Despite what these guys would say, just keep them in the tavern, right? There's no yeah. reason to, like, chase them off and be like, oh, I don't know, they'll be fine. Yeah. And then go, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but, you know, what happens eventually, they, they go and rescue him anyway, you know, so it's just like, yeah. why even let him get out of change the... Change of heart, yeah. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. it just... Well, Vern, because there's, then there's no movie, that's... <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's just, you know, I, I have another part where I'm, I'm like, you know, I don't want to jump too far, so let, let's stay in the pub, Wyatt, you, you go on how, how you were, I'll yeah, um, get I mean, to whenever. The only other thing is I just love that interaction with even, like, the bartender lady, is she's just like, oh, no, no food. No soup, no, no coffee. Yeah, no. <laughs> we can get you tea if you want. Get you tea. You have Take tea? Two oh, so then you have tea. No, we don't have any tea, but I can make you some. Oh, <laughs> There's no food here. But she's obviously concerned about it, but she doesn't speak up. She expects all these other guys to speak up. And all they pretty much say is just be beware the moon. Stay on the road. Like they're supposed to know. Beware the moon. <laughs> well, it's like you could stay on the road, 
but you can't really do too much about the moon. <laughs> Are the is the werewolf afraid of the road? I don't. I don't know. Get it. it can't be attacked Maybe. on the road. Is there, like, Explain that. They have pentagrams drawn every couple, like every twenty feet or something, Maybe. just to protect the road. Maybe there's wolf Spain or some shit yeah, lining the up. particular road. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are the only two rules you gotta abide. Just beware the moon. Stay on the road, and they they do neither. Really, they decide. They, nope, we're just gonna go out on our merry way. You know, drink two cups of two little sips of that tea and roll on out of here. Thanks for working <laughs> so hard for that tea. Singing in the leave. rain. Yeah, <laughs> just singing in the rain, having a good time, and then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, we're not on the road anymore." Like, how does this? How does that oops. even happen? <laughs> oops. That's exactly what he says. Oops, and then it yeah. just. That's whenever, you know, it, it goes into one of the mo more intense moments of the, the movie. I love this mm -hmm. scene. Man, this is, this is, I think this is one of the best scenes in like horror cinema. Yeah. I love the way, how, how it's just completely silent. There's no stingers or anything like, I mean, there is a stinger, but no musical cues or anything like that. Yeah. And if you're, if you're in a small room or, or a room that has surround sound in it, this is fucking terrifying, dude, because the, the the werewolf is circling them on the on the moors. And it's even creepier because they have these spotlights on them. And then there's just the black fall off mm -hmm. into nothing. And yeah. you can't see anything except this little spot that Griffin you have all that and David fog covering everything, it. too. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that they see something and you can feel that, you know, but they don't oh, show yeah. it on the screen, you know, so it's just even that more tense, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just exactly. the way, you know, how the camera is just kind of spinning with them mm -hmm. a little bit as it's going around it's it's so intense and i mean e i feel like you can even tell without like surround sound as well you can just tell with the way the positioning and he, they even say like he's circling us we're being we're being followed oh god yeah uh, it, it was great great very intense scene and then you finally get the attack it happens so abruptly too because like he falls and as he's picking him up he gets attacked you really scared me, you shithead. You couldn't help me up or what? But um, the play so perfectly. Oh it yeah, <laughs> and it's it's so brutal too, because he's just getting like it kind of reminded me of Jaws there at the beginning, how she's getting wh whipped okay. around in the water. Same way with him, he, you see him just getting jerked around, blood flying everywhere, just screaming like. And it's David coming. immediately yeah. says, "Fuck this." I'm out. And he and and starts takes off. <laughs> yeah, cool. That's a good idea, you know? And then this is where he fucks up. You turn around. Like, I know that's your boy. No. So, like, you turned around, and I'm like, oh my God, I wrote this down. Like, after, I mean, if you're going to run, just keep running. Yeah, you know? to it. He doesn't know what he's seen, and like, he's panicking. He's like, oh shit, Jack, and I got to go back. And like, sure. I don't know. There's just something uh, really human about it all like yeah. like real i guess oh is what yeah i'm saying yeah because i feel like that's everybody's first, yeah. response that fight or it's flight like, fuck mm. yeah 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 mm -hmm. and then as he's running he kind of comes into his senses a little bit and is like i can't do that i gotta help him at least try a little bit which i can yeah, yeah. i can understand i guess from a certain point but if, as soon as you turn around and if you see a big ass wolf attacking your friend there's not really much you can do you don't have any <laughs> knives or weapons or anything that too yeah Get out well, of he comes. He runs back to Griffin Dune, and he's just a fucking grease spot, dude. It's just splayed all over the ground. Yeah, yeah. Catches um, that call, you know, and then next thing you know, <laughs> all those people come up and uh, from the tavern and shoot him or shoot the werewolf there, you know, and take care of yeah, that. Yeah. At that point, he's kind of looking around and all dazed. Just took this uh, huge call. Yeah, 
I love the I love the POV here where, you know, we see David and like he he looks up and, you know, it's just fog blowing over and then he looks over and then he sees the the dude like on his back with the big hole yeah. in the side of him yeah. and then passes out. It's just so good. And then you, you wake up in the hospital, you get introduced to one of the other main characters of the movie, Nurse Alex Price, played by uh, Jenny, Jenny Ogutter. Mm-hmm. Jenny Ogutter, yep. And she she's pretty great in this. Uh, she is a, a bit of a horn dog. In this movie, a, a uh, little bit. <laughs> she's pretty thirsty. In I this love movie. how she's a sophisticated horn dog. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's got that that British properness to her, but yeah. she's also right. like you know, she's also feisty. completely about it, a hundred percent about it. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent from whatever you know. But she's like not gonna let you know that you know yeah. until until oh, you, well, you get there. She's, She's pretty forward, dude. Yeah, I mean, and... <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, like, as far as in the beginning, especially, like, there's more yeah. than she lets on because there's, there's, we'll get to it, but there's a point where yeah. she even right. says, like, I don't make it a habit of bringing young American men into my flat or whatever. And right. Like, I don't believe you at all. I based don't on believe you. This was too easy. Like, this happened uh, too fast for for that to be true. Yeah. Yeah, I've had seven lovers in my life, and three of them, whatever. I'm like, Jesus, woman, yeah, your whole life stands. story. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna. You want to watch TV while I go take a shower? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Cut. <laughs> right to the shower scene. Yeah, keep like, rolling, baby. <laughs> all of that fucking footage. It's like John Landis is like this. Sorry. This is going to be the best part of the movie. This is oh, people yeah. going to remember this for years. We need at least we need at least three hours to do this. We're gonna scene. get real artsy yeah, on this one. Oh God. <laughs> but like that, even for that first scene, you see him, her, and that other nurse come in, and they're even talking about like taking a yeah. peek at men like when they're like yeah. in the hot or like getting them like bathed and dressed or I whatever think he's a jew i think doc's just like oh you 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 nurses shouldn't there be something else you should the be way, working on all of that the way the way that's all delivered like it's dry british humor but it's fucking hilarious yeah i don't know i can't Love even it. explain it I, and this is kind of off topic, but like me and Wyatt talk about this all the time. One of my favorite shows is Top Gear, so this was right up my alley here. You know, like the the British, just, like I, I loved it. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll go about it. But yeah, you also get to meet uh, Doctor Hirsch, played by John Woodvine. Here, uh, you don't really think he's going to be that integral to the story, and then he just kind of shows up, like maybe a half hour, forty minutes later into the movie. He's like, "All right, I'm going to investigate this. Yeah, there's, like some, the- there's something fishy going on here." You know? He cracks the case, man. He, he does. does. And <laughs> I do have a problem, and I, for some reason I never noticed it until now, because they were saying, like, the cops were like, yeah, you were attacked by a man. Everyone claims they saw it. They, they ended up killing him. But they don't believe this werewolf story or this animal story, but he has these huge-ass claw marks going across like, his chest. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would be hard to replicate with anything, you know? <laughs> They were like, oh, yeah, well, they cleaned and dressed him and everything. And they're like, yeah, it was a madman. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we killed him, and he's dead. And, yeah. yeah, the American's crazy. I don't know what he's talking about. He also <laughs> says crazy that he American. never sees – nobody sees Jack's body, apparently. Yeah, like, the doctor's like, I don't know. I didn't see it. I thought and he was they ripped sent, to they pieces. They said about him having a funeral back in the States, didn't they? Yeah. So did they just bag him up and ship him out? Like nobody even examined him, and they just oh, case closed. That's it. It was a maniac. He was attacked was by a maniac. maniac. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, is that's that like what, doesn't make any sense? 
That's like UK sense. logic, right? That's like Rawhead Rex. If, if if you've seen that movie, there's an inspector gissing, and he's like, yep, it was a revenge killing. Couldn't have been a giant fucking pagan god that killed this guy, <laughs> even though he's clearly ripped apart. Yeah. Like, no, no, no need for investigation. Open and Rob. shut case, yeah. Johnson. <laughs> case. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but with this, you start you start seeing him having these dreams and visions, and like the it's music nightmare. during these visions are are very like very whimsical and kind of fantasy like in a way. I feel, uh, and it's just visions of him just running naked in the woods, and he just bites this big ass chunk out of this deer, just wrestles oh, it to the ground. Just <laughs> these are, these are some of the best parts of the movie that where he, where he's like I don't even know what you'd even call that like some kind of internal struggle while he's being. Uh, 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 taken over by the lycanthropy, I guess. I don't know, like these fever dreams that yeah. he gets putting through, putting himself through. Yeah, I don't even, I don't, I don't know of another movie that has even done that, with the exception of the the god awful sequel to this movie. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I have never seen it because about. I know how bad it is. So I think you're you're our don't expert in that one. <laughs> don't don't bother yourself. Don't even don't even <laughs> suffer because it's insufferable. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really bad and I know people like that movie and I apologize but like that is some like nostalgia shit if I ever heard it right they, like, yeah, they, yeah. like you saw that as a kid and you were like man I remember that movie so that's why I like it because outside of that that movie is fucking dog shit like <laughs> it's real bad I remember even anyway. telling Vern when I were like I sent him the link for it and everything I was like make yeah, sure you just, watch just... London not Paris <laughs> Paris is the one you don't want to watch <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is I, big CGI werewolves, Tom Everett Scott's uh, <laughs> fucking oh, a dog. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the reason I actually seen like the first time I ever watched this movie was because I don't AMC every year has like beer fest or whatever the hell they're calling it yeah. that year. Mm -hmm. They have different names for it. And I remember as a kid, they used to show for some reason, they would always show American werewolf in Paris and not London for some reason. And I remember watching just bits and pieces of it, not knowing what it was. And my dad was like, no, you're you're not watching this. And we went out and we like got American Werewolf in London, and then we ended up watching it. And pretty much like you were saying, there's no reason to watch that second one. No, <laughs> and, and we we covered it um for our Trigger Trash. Like the first year we did yeah. Trigger, like our first year doing the show. Um, and there's a whole backstory about like the production problems, getting that made, and it really has to do with the studio just not knowing what to do with mm -hmm. the property and mm. not letting, because I think it was like a first or second time director that wanted to put it together and he wrote it and storyboarded it, wanted to do practical effects, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Uh, he was going to get Tony Gardner to do it or whatever. And that just all went kaput. Fell apart. And, <laughs> and then we have, then we have the trash that we have. He wakes up from his dream. As we've seen in some of these other John Landis movies, we get the Frank Oz cameo in here. And, this, Mr. Kessler. Yeah, his character as he's he's like he's freaking out. Like what, what he's a madman. Or he's like as the doctor's trying to calm him down, he's trying to talk with him. And like you shouldn't be talking to him as he's going through this. Wait until he's yeah. over his little yeah. fit before you try to talk it's to just, him. It just seemed unnecessary. Like he's just like what what information are you gonna get out of him right yeah. now? And you he know. takes it's it. It's also like yelling at him. Yeah, yeah. he like, takes it personally. And I'm going to do this. Yeah, he takes it personally, like he's like he's freaking out on him because he's like, "Damn, <laughs> kids have no respect today," or whatever the hell he says. These dumbass kids—they never appreciate anything you do for them. Uh, yeah, it's always hilarious to see him in there. Uh, Scotland Yard investigating, and the you know the partner. It's kind of a comic relief in, in a way. Every time you see this partner, he's either like bumping into something or else he's like he's fucking the investigation up in some way. Just saying something oh my stupid. God. 
<laughs> it's great. Like the part whenever um the the cop leaves and he shuts the door uh, the door. Uh, I'm sorry, the yeah, door behind him. And he's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, you know, make sure you do it. You know, and he turns around and just doors already shut. Walks you know, right it's into that it. British. It's that British humor <laughs> that you're talking about. It's so dumb. It's so dry, but it's it hits perfectly. And I'm like, yes, like, yes. I love it. I love it. Give me that. Give me more of it. Yeah, because they're like, oh, can we get you anything? And the head dude's like, no, no, we're good. He's like, well, I, I'll take like a coffee or something if you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he looks at him like, you serious? <laughs> and then he like leans back and knocks all the shit off the shelf. <laughs> it's it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, but that that was a pretty decent scene. That's where they're kind of pretty much saying that the doctor doesn't. They're just talking about how the how it was an attack, how it couldn't have been a wolf, and all this kind of showing the cover up in a way. Um, but Scott, right. Scotland Yard is investigating it. But you get one of the even though it's such a short scene, you get one of the most memorable scenes in this movie here with the other the next dream and vision nightmare he has that creepy ass setting in the woods. And you just see the hospital bed with him in it, yeah, from far away. Yeah. I love that shot. Mm-hmm. It's very eerie. And just like. And just that fucking stinger with him with, like, the eyes and the teeth and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freaky, man. Yeah. And, I mean, that's clearly, you see, that's where they get, like, the thriller stuff from a little bit. Like, the eyes. Oh, and big time, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly didn't know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I didn't connect the dots there as far as, like, that the uh, same guy that did the practical effects did thriller in this movie here. Um, yeah. So, and I was picking up thriller vibes the whole time. I kept thinking about it, you know, but like, I, I didn't know. So like, I, that's awesome, you know? So especially in this scene where you're, where you're saying it just turns to him and he's got those teeth and the eyes. And I was like, this just feels oh, like yeah. thriller to me. Yeah, you know? it's such a small part of the movie, but everything you see on it, there's usually that picture in it associated yeah. with it somewhere. There's pins, there's t-shirts, there's all kinds of shit. A couple of I, and the dream sequences Blu-ray in particular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, well, I'll let you get to it because that's m- the, the last dream is my favorite dream. She checks in on David. He's not hungry. She actually has to feed him. And then you kind of get the little bond between them. But they don't know each other enough. This is really the first kind of talk that they actually have together before she just decides, yeah, you can come stay with me. Yeah, come <laughs> I'm just going to let this, I'm gonna let this guy I, I just barely that decision, know yeah. who's having crazy visions and dreams. <laughs> Uh, probably should be maybe committed or you know analyzed a little bit here. No, I'm just gonna let him stay at my crib. No, no problem. Uh, and fuck him. Yeah, yeah. That's what right away. That's the plan immediately. <laughs> right away, immediately. Like right in, when they get in the door, pretty much. That goes into the other dream here, and I'm pretty sure this is the dream that you want to talk about, Joe. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. This this scared the shit out of me as a kid, and um, it, it's the Nazi werewolf demon dream. Yeah, <laughs> comes out of that's... nowhere. The way. Again, there's no music. It's just the fucking door gets kicked in. We're shooting machine guns, kicking out a TV, shooting kids, uh, 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 lighting shit on fire. I feel like I forget about it every time I watch the movie because it it starts. It seems like it's a flashback, like before he goes on the trip or something. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. it opens Every with like a scene time. of the Muppets. Yeah, it is. <laughs> They're yeah. watching the Muppets on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's so chaotic, so fast. And like you said, I, I yeah. was trying to figure out, it's like, are these Nazis? Are these werewolves? Like, what is going on? You know, until I realized, like, this is a vision or a, a dream or something, you know, but like, that was one of the wildest scenes in the movie as well. Oh, it was yeah. just pure chaos for like 45 the door, seconds. Just blasting everything. And it all culminates with them slitting his throat. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, they were just sitting there with holding him, like, just your watch, watch all of this happen, and then I'll kill you. Yeah, God is so brutal. (laughs) I didn't think about it till like right this second, but like 
this is like the personification of the the full we're coming full circle with the werewolf stuff like he's fully transformed now this is the this is the wolf inside him kicking the fucking door down killing everybody he loves around him and taking him over and you he's know? no yeah. longer the he was before yeah Damn, yeah. Yeah, he I never thought about like that. There. Like, yeah, that's I, I, it literally just clicked as we're talking about. It. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> see that though, you know, 100%, you know, that that's that's insane and as you see from the rest of this movie here, he's he's the werewolf at this point, you know. Yeah. yeah. When he wakes up from his dream, that's when you first have you get his first interaction here with Jack. You know, Jack is Can like, I have a piece of toast? That's my favorite <laughs> fucking line of the movie. That? But yeah, and this kind of goes on throughout the movie, but just, you know, the special effects in this alone are amazing. Just like yeah. how you said, that skin flap hanging off, you know, the claw oh, marks yeah, the across his, his face mm -hmm. it looks fantastic. Um, but pretty much going into the main plot of what's going to be happening from here on, what's going to be in David's head, David has to die. Uh, all these guys, everybody that's been killed by these werewolves are kind of trapped in a purgatory and are not able to leave until... The curse has been stopped. Pretty much, the last mm -hmm. werewolf has been killed. That's yeah, a pretty heavy either. lore for this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like you were, like we were talking about before with John Landis doing all the comedies and doing this. Like you don't expect that to just kind of come out of Griffin Dune, and he's just like, yeah. By the way, here's the list of things that, that how it happens and what's going to happen, and I can't go home until you kill yourself. You ever talk to a corpse? It's boring. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's boring. boring. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's cool though because like it's in there and you don't realize that it's there that it's yeah. that it has this really good story and you're like wow why is this so fucking good oh that's why because they gave a shit when they were writing it yeah right. it's exactly. not just like some goofy thing where this guy's a werewolf you know yeah and it's really something that hasn't been done before or after really this is kind no, of its own no. its own little thing and that's what makes it so special and it's just done so well people have taken from this like oh yeah absolutely. Uh, not verbatim. I forgot the wholesale they taken from this wholesale. Yeah. <laughs> Just stealing bits and pieces of it. Oh, big time, big time. Yeah, yeah. But that that freaks him out. He goes into another like crazy screaming fit. And this is as you know the nurse comes in and then she pretty much invites him over. Like right after this, like dude was just screaming, yeah. saying he's having like, visions of his dead friend. No, it's all right. I'll, I'll take care of you. Don't worry. And it's wild because, like you said, <laughs> this crazy guy that she just met in the hospital was sitting here telling her, oh, yeah, this my dead friend is telling me I have to kill myself because I'm going to turn into a werewolf. And she's like, oh, come over, you know, just come oh. lay in my bed, stay in my house. This is a, this is a I can fix you kind of relationship, yeah. Thing, yeah. you know, and she's getting hot from it. She's like, sure. And she even mentions it. She's like, broken. Yeah, yeah. What does she say? She's like, I don't know if I'm... Um, Oh God! What does she say? I forget the way she words I know what it, you're but she saying. pretty much says that in the movie. Like she's like, I don't know if I'm in love with you or if I want to help you. You're so, you know, just or if you're like she I'm knows crazy it or something. He he knows it, but she, one thing to another, she invites him over, and you know they're in the house together there. Yeah, and like we mentioned, it immediately pretty much goes into I'm taking a shower. Well, okay, I'm gonna join you, and then goes into like a five <laughs> ten minute sex scene here that even had to be cut out, had stuff cut out of it, like we mentioned before. <laughs> John Landis Landis was like, we're playing the entire it. the entire song of Moon Dance is getting played while, yeah. while we Here's see and you all got ass a music <laughs> video to that song of just them yeah. <laughs> don't worry about the music video I'll film no, it you get it because you know they're, just, they're, they're having sex it's their uh, you know they're bonding or whatever <laughs> exactly. this is, gotta show this. this this is a very important piece if you like 
uh, American Werewolf in Paris because this is this is where Judy Delpy is conceived. <laughs> oh, I, um, I do know. Yeah, that's like it involves his kid yeah. or their kid, right? That's who Judy Delpy plays in the, in yeah. the sequel. You wouldn't know that, but it is interesting. Okay, <laughs> and so I haven't. Seen I'm making the second it sound more yet. interesting than it is. <laughs> I, I haven't. Seen, that's what I mean. I know that everything that I've seen on this movie is telling me how bad Paris is. You know, so it's but I, I haven't seen. So you know what? You know what? Um, you should watch it. Go That's watch. right. You should go watch that movie, and so you can appreciate how good this one is. And then Absolutely. go watch the the movie dumpster episode talking about the movie. Oh my goodness! There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, but like you said, it's pretty much a music video of just them fucking to this song, and it reminds mm, yeah. me not to this extent, but Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, where you just have that music video of DeBarge just in the middle of this movie, a whole song. The the actual music video is in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah he does have another vision of jack that night and he's a little mm -hmm. bit more decomposed and he's like come on man what are you doing i'm waiting here for you like come on you gotta kill yourself you're gonna turn you gotta kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> like people are gonna and die i love that evolution of the the corpse you know as he's like slowly decaying and getting worse and worse off you know and rotting more and more i, I love that little detail there yeah, and oh, I love that, that last, shot. That where last you see form him. we'll talk about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But I love that shot where they introduce him because he goes to that bathroom. And as he closes the mirror, you see Jack there. And I, I just love yep. that shot, too. And he's even just more <laughs> hey, like David. decomposed, just a dark, gr like, green. Just looks even mm -hmm. more gross. It's great. It looks tore up. It's like Ted Danson from Creepshow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Pretty much he's just reiterating, just, like, trying to stress how important this is like dude you're not getting it like you're gonna end up killing a lot of people here unless you kill yourself you gotta do something i know you want to have fun with this nurse here and in, in london go get your kicks but come on man you, you gotta do it for the greater good just doesn't believe it you know he doesn't yeah. fully believe it yet uh we have that vision here it's also interrupted by her waking up him talking to himself in the middle of this living room another huge yeah. red flag to this lady that she oh, just I heard voices clearly you know, so ignores <laughs> Come back to bed. Come on. <laughs> You're crazy. Come back to bed. Uh, but yeah, that's whenever you, you kind of kick into the doctor that starts the investigation here. He's like, something isn't right. I'm going to drive out to the slaughter lamb, try to figure some stuff out. And he pretty much gets the same re reception that David and Jack got <laughs> walking into the place, especially Brilliant. asking questions immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, once again, it's like, nope, we don't have any food. You, you, there's no food here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even finish his Guinness, dude. Yeah, he gets a Guinness, takes a sip so out of it, and just leaves. Yeah, that bothered so much because like, like well, I, I'm, I'm gonna head out. It. He's like literally a full beer. He's, All right, well, and then he got two drinks. Didn't he? He got two drinks, <laughs> and he just, you know, he just one sip out of the Guinness. All right, well, I'll, I'll be leaving then. You know, and I'm like, oh my god, that always know? pisses <laughs> me off and stuff, man. Like we, 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 me and my girl recently rewatched Twin Peaks, and I feel like every single mm. fucking episode, they like at the diner, they have coffee and pie, and they they never eat it. They just leave. They order they it, and then it, it comes, <laughs> and it sits there. They're having their conversation. Like, all right, we're gonna go, and it's just sitting there. Like, what did you order it for? I ordered it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you kind of get. I mean, you already knew that all these people at this the slaughter lamb knew what was going on in this area yeah. and then they're kind yeah. of discussing For amongst themselves reason. like maybe we should tell them like and they all discuss it even after you know the, the beginning of the movie with david and jack and you know they do a lot of discussing 
and everybody's kind of like, all right, maybe we should tell them, but they never do really no. <laughs> at all. Like, why no. is the section of town keeping it such a big secret? Like people should probably know well, about this, you know? Well, the guy, the guy outside, like, kind of alludes to it because he's like, hey, what, you know, you, you, where was the American kid and blah blah blah. And doesn't he say some? Doesn't he like kind of spill the beans sort of here? And then the yeah. guy's like, "That's enough." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's enough. enough. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's very off. creepy. Because the guy leaves. He's like, "I've had enough of this. I'm leaving." And then he leaves. He he yeah. doesn't even finish his beer, and then goes outside. He's walking to his car, and you just see the guy in the background, just sitting there in the rain, just staring at him. Staring <laughs> at like the dark guy. Yeah, yeah just sitting then, there like, waiting. In the shadows. It's weird how he just like you know immediately as soon as he sees him, this doctor is just okay, and he walks right over to him. You know, like, like what immediately. If the doctor like, just got in his car and left. The guy's like, "Oh shit, I, I thought he would have saw me here. <laughs> I've been waiting in the rain for this guy." <laughs> but like you said, yeah, he he kind of yeah. lets the the doctor in on everything, uh, and it all culminates. Yeah, like you said. It just holds on him just with that weird face for yeah, just like, way too long. Like twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It cuts back to God. him still sitting there with the scowl That's on his enough. face. <laughs> oh, God. The doctor just slowly walks back to his car. He's like, oh, I guess that's enough. <laughs> it really was enough. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it cuts back to David kind of hanging out at this apartment. She's going to work and everything. He finds he kind of gets locked out of the apartment. He finds out dogs and cats are afraid of him or just yeah. don't react to him at all. He like just start yeah. losing their shit. He has to climb through this window, and then he's just kind of bored as hell. And you get a montage, just him hanging out. I love out. his montage, just the music playing. Him just bored as hell, you know, like <laughs> like a little kid. Still not hungry. You know, still, still not hungry. <laughs> goes checks the fridge a couple times, you know, like the one part he's nope. laying in the bed, just bowling over, like. Like a restless little kid, like man, just chill, like relax. Picks up a book. <laughs> I, I know he's going through a lot. Picks up a book that's I look how he's already at the end of, and decides to start reading. All of a sudden, for some reason, he picks it up. It's like, oh, I'm gonna start reading from here at the end. Nope, don't want to read. Maybe it was a manga. You, you read it, read it back. Yeah, right. oh, there you go. That's exactly what it was. It could have been. Um, I gave some I love how they. I love how they. I love how they set it up though, where he like goes and he like opens the door to the outside, and he's like, huh, uh, I thought I wanted some fresh air, and then just leaves it open. Yeah, yeah. I and thought, that's how he can get out later. Yeah, oh, I thought that was weird as well. Yeah, the I way that even, it both that doors open. Yeah, because it's like, well, how the fuck is this werewolf getting, getting get in out and of out apartment without busting through windows and, and walls? <laughs> he keeps it pretty nice and tidy, though. Well, I'm sorry. We'll we'll, we'll talk. About it. <laughs> he doesn't trash <laughs> the fucking apartment when he turns into a werewolf. Anyway, yeah, and I mean that's we might as well get into it because that's the next part. And, <laughs> <laughs> This is probably maybe one of the most painful looking werewolf transformations in the history of cinema, I feel. Absolutely, man. It's, it was brutal. It's still king. It's oh, still yeah. king. I mean, the, the Eddie Quist transformation, the Robotine one in uh, The Howling is great, and oh, I yeah. love it. But this will always be the best. It has yet to be topped. Yeah, just, you know, the agony that he displays, just screaming. Just, oh, my yeah. God, I'm burning up inside. And he just, he just they must have just dumped, clothes on. dumped a bucket of water on him. Because he's just pouring sweat. Yeah, he's taking his clothes off, and he's just in agony. And you can just feel for him oh, dude. at this moment. You get a lot of stuff for the ladies in this, man. Oh, yeah. With the, you, get, you, get, you get his butt, you get his dong, you get the whole thing. Um, I, the, the part but no, you, to your point. His, his, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the spine coming out. I feel like oh, that yeah. part yes. itself was so just 
like you say, painful to watch. You know, like yeah. imagine your body deforming like that to the point where your yeah. your feet are hand, to a when it hand stretches. His hands enlarging. I feel like the most painful one for me is the face, where you see the snout just kind of cracking his face and oh, it's pushing yeah. out. Yeah. Oh my god! Every time, it's it's so oh Dude. so gross and oh it's great though. That effect took like six months to make just to push it out a few mm -hmm. inches. Yeah. And when they got it on set, John Lambert was like, okay, we got it. That's it. And Rick Baker's like, no, no way. He's like, what do you mean that's it? He's like, we got to shoot more of this. I spent six months doing this one so thing. He's like, no, we're good. We got it. <laughs> oh, um, my God. When his, fucking, when his feet stretch out, oh, too. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the sound design in this scene is is really disgusting, too. Like, I, I can't even. It sounds like somebody's sucking bones through a straw. That's yeah. the only way I can yeah. describe it. It's like cracking and slurping and sucking and I don't know. And it's just playing oh, that God. like fifties. Like was it Blue Moon and they play over that too, or is I forget what yeah. song they play over that. I think they're I think they're playing the Sam Cooke Blue Moon. The Sam Cooke one. Yeah, but they're playing yeah. that over it, which makes it that much better because he's just screaming and agonizing over this. You know, nice, Mickey's Mickey's song. sitting there, the little yeah, Mickey's sitting that, there yeah. like this. Yeah. <laughs> they cut over to Mickey just sitting there like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, oh my god, it was so great. I love the way it was directed <sighs> in this scene here, the way it was shot. He flips, yeah. When he flips over and his, like, whole body's his torso like stretching, it's stretching. So yeah, his ribs yeah. are showing and everything. It's fantastic how it looks, though. Yeah. It's, it's even effects that are being done today, the rare practical effects that you see done today don't look this, this good, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is like, 10 or 15 different makeups for this one scene that's what like a minute and a half two minutes mm -hmm. long tops yeah. i don't even know how long it is because a couple so of different times about that we're, we're we're talking about like four or five six hour makeup jobs yeah and there's again like 10 or 15 different makeups in this and mm -hmm. and or animatronic shots so yeah. it, it's hefty <laughs> you know it took a lot of time to, to do this one it did, One scene. Yeah, it deserved that Academy Award for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And not only did you have to deal with all of this, but then you had three different forms of Jack as well that you had to do for these that little too, tiny yeah. scenes yeah. as well. Those weren't very, mm -hmm. very big scenes as well. So Rick Baker's like, oh, we got all this good stuff, but man, you probably could have put it in the movie a little bit more. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put a little bit more John, in there. John's good about that you because John, John was like, look, we... sex scenes out and put a little bit more practice. <laughs> well, <yes. laughs> Shoot more of the werewolf. No, no, no. We need to see more is, of Jenny. Nah, not the werewolf. This is essential to the movie, Rick. Come on. <laughs> but the, but yeah. the, the makeup is just fucking incredible. This whole scene is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and, and like you said, not, not only the Jack makeups too, but, you know, there are, like, other bits of gore that are happening. Like, again, with the mall scene in the beginning, mm. um, and we get some uh, decapitations later. And I think this segues right into – does this not segue into the, the subway scene? Yeah, uh, the guys. The subway is right? a little later, I believe. Uh, you is get it? The, okay. the you get the the couple that are going to the dinner with the, at their friend's oh, the house. Couple. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 They're just kind of walking through, and then somebody. they're like, "Oh, let's not go through the front entrance. We're going to surprise them through the back, and then we're going to yeah, let's go scare them around the back. Let's go scare them. You're give, so bad. Give them a fright. <laughs> I love them so much, especially later. Uh, but yeah, they get mauled. You know, dead meat. Of course. You know, you knew that was coming, mm -hmm. and you even have like the, his buddy is like, "What's going on out there? I thought I heard something." And they're like, "What is that?" And they're like looking out the window, and as he's Got like investigating, he steps on like the ripped off arm and just blood everywhere. 
Oh, yeah. Steps in that goo, which is also kind of played for comedy, too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. A lot of black comedy in this, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of black comedy in this. Uh, and then that cuts to the, you know, the hobos kind of sitting there at the river. Uh, Mother which, of God! With the dog. With <laughs> yeah. the dog. Yeah, with the dog. And that's actually what I mentioned at the beginning of, of the program here. There are deleted scenes, apparently, from this. They had, you know, actual attack footage and gore from this that they ended up having to cut out. Um, and one thing I didn't mention here that I had in my notes, apparently... John Landis, after filming this, showed this to the studio execs, and they thought it was too gory, and they, they're like, you got to go out and edit some of this stuff out. And apparently the legend is that John Landis went back and showed him the same exact cut of the movie without anything cut out, and they thought it was like, yep, that's great. Keep, keep up with the good work. Wow. <laughs> they, did that, they did that a lot back then, man, because the studio cuts were bullshit. So yeah. they just... So they would do exactly what John did, and a lot of times they got away with it. So they should have wow. did that with Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, and like Part seven. you mentioned, talking about an episode day for Hack the Movies. Oh man, like that movie was decimated with you know studio cuts. And uh, stuff. But that's another like story. real bad though, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that that was another thing that was cut out. Um, but yeah, that goes into what you mentioned—the subway attack, which is probably one of one of the the best better scenes in the movie as well. How it was shot. Mm-hmm. This is terrifying, and oh, yeah. again, like I don't think I kill. I couldn't even tell you another movie that has done this and this successfully. Oh right? yeah, it's so creepy. These the POV it, shots, and it's so not only the POV shots, but it's just so open. Oh like, yeah, it, it's not claustrophobic at all. Well, maybe kind of, but like there's a lot of like going down these tunnels, and there's a lot of going up the escalator, and that that huge wide shot where. Uh, it's oh, chasing yeah. the dude and he's like going up the escalator and you see this the big wolf like from the from the bird's eye view from the come out from uh, the, the corner of the frame creeping in Ugh. and then it cuts as soon as you see too much of it too and that was yeah. creepy to me because i didn't think Ooh. they were going to show it in that scene yeah. and oh. then you see it like you said just creeping out of the yeah. shadows like from his perspective and it's it's wild yeah you, you know? get the whole I think thing that's from my the... favorite scene yeah mm-hmm. i agree you get the whole thing from his yeah. from the the wolf's point of view too like from when he sees him he's like oh mother of god what is that i'm, I'm... And he takes yeah. off i find it hard to believe there's only one guy in this subway tunnel though i feel like yeah. there would be more people in the subway <laughs> At this point, it was late. late yeah, it must have been really late. Every, everybody got everybody got on the train except him, right? Or he <laughs> yeah. got off or something. <laughs> he was the only person that got off. He's a really good, he's a really good actor too because a lot of it is him just running from a camera, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like falling over shit, and he's like got his his uh suit his briefcase and his umbrella and stuff. He yeah. actually jacks himself up pretty good. He he's he like face plants into the escalator. Oh and gets yeah, all I thought about up. that. I was yeah. like, man, how bad would that hurt? Especially an escalator in the '80s. You know, like Jesus, yeah. like that's gotta be solid steel. That Pennsylvania steel, right to the face. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh my god! And then, like you said, he's bleeding and everything just from that. So, yeah. like, just when you think about it, you only see the werewolf a little bit in yep. this scene, mm-hmm. and it's. One of the scariest sequences of the film. So, like, think about that, and then like how much it's pushed to like show the creatures in like movies now. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like I, maybe it didn't work that great, or they didn't want to show too much of it, or what have you. But like, you only see it from that from that bird's eye view of it, right? I'm almost mm-hmm. positive there might be a close up of its face, but I don't think so. Yeah, you just see that bird's eye view where it just kind of creeps yeah. in the frame a little bit, and then right before you see too much, it cuts away. 
Joker. Um, mm. And like, you know, it's the werewolf, right? And then oh, your yeah. imagination does the rest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Still leave that mystery. Like, what does it actually look like? What's the full thing? Yeah, look well, like? yeah, yeah. But I love yeah. the look of the, that tunnel he's running through, you know, with all those posters yes. and shit plastered all over the wall. That, and the, and how... the orange poster on it, kind of like foreshadowing for the, the future of the movie there. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, that, that was seeing that right? When I last saw that, I was like, <laughs> and then it's usually, usually you have like a like green or like cool tone but it's all warm and like yellow yeah just um, the, like looks like it's lit by the subway lights a little bit yeah 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 but then you get one of the you know one of the funnier parts of the movie him waking up with the wolves just butt ass naked just in the, in this zoo um and immediately you're like did David fuck one of these wolves? I'm pretty sure he did. He might have. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, he might have. <laughs> so, is it, like, where it's implied, they actually go ham on that in American Wolf in uh, Paris. Anyway, yeah, I think you mentioned something the about zookeeper. That <laughs> isn't there? Isn't there somebody like walking around this fucking place? They didn't see this no. giant thing come in or hear this thing get in. Yeah, because as you see in the scene, there's people walking around the zoo. So you think somebody yeah. would have noticed this grown naked man in with the wolves at some point while the zoo's been open for a little. And plus, not only is he yeah. in there, the whole corner of the cage is just caved in, too. Yeah. Nobody yeah. would have noticed yeah. this. Like, nobody noticed this? And the dude no. just, so, like, oh, my God. But I'm, I'm happy that the he... is in there, this thing? Yeah. <laughs> he got out. All so the other good. animals going fucking crazy when this giant wolf is prowling the, the, the zoo? Pissing at him. Yeah. Howling at yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. But I love that scene, you know, he just kind of just climbs out of the enclosure there yeah, and just running like, around from tree to a bush. And probably a scene you wouldn't get nowadays with the little kid. While he's like, hey, kid. I thought about this. <laughs> this like, naked guy like, in a oh, bush. God, this is terrible. <laughs> I'll give you $5 for them balloons. <laughs> like, no. He's like, okay, I'll give you $10. Okay. And he walks over. I'm like, oh, my God. Was, was smart for a just minute. He's some... like, I shouldn't talk to strangers. <laughs> but he doubled it. A he naked doubled American it. man stole my balloons. <laughs> yeah, a naked American man stole my balloons. She's like, what? 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 <laughs> Hard cut. <laughs> what? And just that he runs past that old lady too, and she's like, "Oh, oh my!" Oh my god! Takes her fucking coat off the. Yeah, off he the rips the coat. I love that scene where he's just kind of standing at the bus stop, just in that coat next to those those businessmen. No... Like, how's it? How's it going? In bare feet. Yeah. Like, yeah just... God. He goes back to the apartment. She's been looking for him he's been missing this whole time he calls she calls the doctor yeah. like hey david's missing something's going on here finally shows up he tells her this like he's feeling great he's feeling better than he's ever felt so in his never life felt like this never biting on like her this. yeah he's he, I, I got <laughs> a belly full her. of people you know <laughs> <laughs> nibbling on her and everything and he tells her the story and she just is totally fine with it <laughs> just like yeah it's like, oh you woke up, up with wolves woke up naked and with these wolves and you know I, I feel great i don't know what happened you know i was in the apartment and then i, I woke up and she's like oh yeah that's fine hmm. you can still stay here though <laughs> well, well, care for a shag yeah. i'm gonna call shag. a doctor <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah as they're you know they're going to the doctor because the doctor wants to see him immediately yeah he finds they're walking down the street and immediately he, you know, he sees that, you know, people were killed that night and then it clicks like, oh, shit, that's what happened. I was out here killing people. The prophecy was foretold. He was Jack was right. Foretold. Jack was right. And then you get a pretty emotional scene. Well, actually, before that, he goes and he tries to get himself arrested. Yeah. You know, he tries to get cops... himself arrested. 
doesn't believe him at all. He's just like, what are you doing? Get out of here. Nothing to see here. Oh, we will lock me up. And, he's, you know, he's pushing him and shit. Like, Jesus Christ, what, what do I got to do to get, get arrested? arrested? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> arrest me. I'm begging you. Please. I'm begging you. I, I killed those people last night. And he's like, oh, you're putting me on. Get on, man. I'm well, tell me that, eh? I feel like uh, as a policeman or a Bobby in this case, you would be like, "Oh yeah." I feel like if someone tells you they murdered someone, you would immediately want to question them or take them in for yeah, something. You do He's like, something "No, you're it. just you're putting me on. You're you're, you're joshing me." <laughs> I think a lot of people did that though. Did they? Right? Like whenever they were, we, well, whenever there was like a big uh, killing or or some kind of big thing, I know that like a lot of times, you know. Uh, when there was like a serial killer at large, there was a lot of people who came in and be like, I, I did it. I killed them all, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it clearly wasn't them for whatever purpose, whether they're lonely or, or, you know, trying to gain notoriety or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what. Fame or something. So yeah. Yeah. Basically. So it's like, get the fuck out of my face. This guy's talking about being a werewolf, lock them up. Killing people. <laughs> I ate those people last night. <laughs> You're crazy. Get out of here. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Uh, but yeah, and then he he refuses the help. He's like, nope, I gotta I gotta deal with this myself. I gotta go mm. on. And then he just leaves her. Um, and I think this is what you were gonna get at here, Vern, where you're talking yeah. about the emotional scene because yeah. he he runs off and he calls like his family or something. Yeah. There, he goes or to a phone stopped. booth. Remember phone booths? Yeah, <laughs> it's a typical red London one, you know. Yeah. So it's perfect for yeah. the movie. He hops into it. And he's talking to his family. Yeah. Um, I think it's like. Uh, it's a little girl, right? It's yeah, his it's little his sister. sister he's talking to. Yeah. Okay. So um, he's telling her, you know, I love you. I love the family and everything. And then you see him pull out like a, a Swiss Army knife type pocket knife, which looks dull as shit. Looks like the one from <laughs> yeah. 127 Hours with James Franco. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And he just, he can't do it. He can't bring yeah. himself to do it. You, if you're going to kill not. yourself, why would you do it that way, man? That's going to be like the yeah. most painful, like go down in that subway and jump in front of that train or something, man. Come on, like do you're something else. Anything else. Somebody's but... got to have a gun, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I know the cops don't carry guns, but maybe somebody's got one somewhere. <laughs> what does he do immediately after he, he couldn't kill himself? Let He's going to go to a porn theater. <laughs> yep. Because he sees his, his friend there, you know, staring at him from across the street. Goes right over. Yeah, Jack's like outside. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I forgot Jack is standing outside there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, draws yep. him in. Uh, and I he's love going this in scene. for a wank. That's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I figure oh, I crank it, and then I'll kill myself. That would have. <laughs> and they don't show that in the movie. I feel like it would have been real awkward, him talking to himself in this theater with a bunch of people just beating themselves <laughs> off. To your point. It's like the best place to do that because everybody else in the theater is not paying attention because they're they're already like uh, embarrassed to be there kind of thing. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. I they're guess, all to yeah. themselves. It's a fucking porn show. You know what I mean. Nobody's talking to each other. <laughs> they're having a nice <laughs> conversation. A film, man. <laughs> but I I love this scene because you get Jack and he's more decomposed as ever. He's pretty much just a skeleton with some skin hanging it's on him. Puppet. It it's looks a skeleton like, puppet. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It, it looked like something out of you know like uh, uh, Coco or something like that. You know, like like I. <laughs> oh I, yeah. It's a movie where it's just the what do they call like uh, Kalakaskulls? I think or uh, something like the that. sugar skulls the, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah something like that. Almost to me. Oh, but um, I I love this scene as well because as you as you go on, you see 
all the people that he killed that night. Um, yeah. You know, they show up well and they're talking to him and telling him, you got to kill yourself, giving him all these different ways to kill yourself and just being like, oh, drowning, you know, throw yourself in front of a yeah. bus. Yeah. It's just. I love how Jack's like, I'm sorry. Activities. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love how Jack's like, I'm sorry. This is just the way it has to be. And like everyone else like, I'm not sorry. I hope he dies. I hope yeah. he kills himself. I'm yeah, I hope it's the worst way imaginable. You can get yourself with a yeah, electric electrocution. The, the, <laughs> the, the two, the couple, they're so funny. They are because they're so a happy still. Crash. Oh my god! But it, uh, it's a great. Do you mind? The guy's a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, of course you feel that way. You're still alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love that scene, and of course, you know the movie. He stays in there a little, a little too long. He mm. starts transforming. He even tells the guy, like, get out of here. You got to leave. <laughs> leave me be. The guy's just like, oh. oh the usher what? comes in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> At this, when, they, when they were getting, you know, killed as they were coming in the theater it, i felt like it was a video game at this point like I've, I, was, I was like i've been here before where i'm the character standing in a first person game or like single player <laughs> as they come around the corner bow, bow, bow. they come around the corner bow, bow, bow. you know what I'm yeah. like the computer comes around i'm like do not keep walking in this theater that's all i kept thinking but you're not gonna know what's in there taking it in there but yeah. I, I just like, well, it's just like what like the hell's going on in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> quiet I'm, Ah, he gets killed. Another one rolls in. Like it just—it felt like a video game moment to me. I was like, "Oh the my god!" The getting rowdy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he proceeds to just before. massacre everybody in this theater. Oh, uh, and I love that scene, like when the cop goes in to investigate, and it's just like the pool of blood and everything. And then mm -hmm. as and you get that first full shot of the wolf too, whenever he pulls the flashlight up on him, puts his head up. Yeah. Oh it's, man. Oh my god, it's amazing. As he as he's eating everybody. There's some kind of there. mad dog. Yeah, that dog. And they... That's what it is the whole time. It's a dog. It's got to be a dog. You guys are crazy. I love how they're like holding the door shut, like holding <laughs> yeah. his thing shut. Uh, fucking breaks out and bites that guy's fucking head yeah, off. That part and is like insane. his head goes flying into traffic and Piccadilly I Circus. I love it. I this love dude, it. This dude walks over like, oh, what's going on? You know, like, oh, big and bad, and then immediately gets his head cut off. One, like, one chomp at his neck, and you just see that head just land on the car and start yeah. rolling. Yeah. <laughs> This, I love how the, the way it was filmed and shot, like, he, he goes and he chomps on his neck, and it doesn't initially look like all that bad of a chomp, and then the, like, immediately the next shot is his it head rolling up. to that head rolling. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, it, you just see chomp and then head rolling. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> went from zero to one. Just into these scenes, because it's like, you have this fucking chaos happening in Piccadilly Circus, and then it cuts back, and the doc's like, hmm, I wonder where's David? Is he okay? Or I don't know. And he's talking to Jenny, and she's like, I don't know where David is. He's like, hmm, something about a mad dog and Piccadilly Circus? Okay. Just chaos and Let's go down Circus. There. And it turns into a scene straight out of the Blues Brothers, with all these cars just crashing into each other's cars, flipping, people getting, like, injured. Hello. John Lannis is just Somebody great at doing these car Brothers crashes. track over this. It's on a mission from God, dude. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, he's just kind of running through, causing all this mayhem, causing all these crashes and pileups, people getting hurt and injured. Uh, and then, you know, just culminates into him getting himself trapped in this huge alley <laughs> that yeah, comes to a dead end. Real, real quick, real quick oh, yeah. before you end this, just, like, like. <sighs> They had him. They had this thing on like a this guy in the in the suit on like a. It was almost like a if you held somebody like a wheelbarrow and you yeah. like walk on your hands. Mm -hmm. 
and that's how they did the effect. But man, it is fucking terrifying is. when uh, the camera's like on the side of it, and there's close-ups of this thing like snapping at people, and when it's mm. like walking in between. Oh my god, I don't know. It's just that's super creepy too. Yeah, it is. Um, and it just cuts just between like so the much. POVs, and then it cuts to like yeah. him actually walking through like around these people and snapping at them. And yeah. Stuff. And oh my god, mm. he, just that werewolf model just looks amazing. You know, it oh, is. Yeah. Oh, and I think this is like the first quadrupedal werewolf we've gotten. Well, besides Wolfen, but I think that comes yeah. out later in the 80s. It, it looks so menacing and scary, too. Just even like kind of the far away shot, because it's just it's just huge and hulking just at the end of this alley, just kind of breathing, just kind of moving just up and out a little bit. Backed into a corner there, you know. And you just see it have yeah. a little bit of shadow on him. So you only get a little glimpse of him or kind of an mm-hmm. outline. And it's, oh, my God, it's fantastic. Yeah. But they just kind of have that standoff with him there. And, you know, the nurse finally comes up and she wants to kind of talk with him. And she you kind of have that moment when she walks up and then she realizes that's not David. This isn't David anymore because um, mm-hmm. then you you get him. He's about to lunge at her and attack her. And then, you know, I thought he just, I don't know how she doesn't get shot. <laughs> I don't know how she doesn't get shot either, but magic. I thought he. I, I movie magic, baby. Movie magic, <laughs> baby. Hashtag movie magic. I I really thought that you know, as my first time watching this movie, I was like, oh my god, he's gonna kill her and not know it. You know what I mean? Just like, but she she ended up surviving. They just lighted him up as soon as he lunges at her. Yeah. All the cops there with the rifles, which they have great aim, amazing aim, amazing. Aim. Uh, oh yeah. But I feel like it would have worked both ways if they even if they did decide to you know have him kill her. And then they kill him. Yeah. Like it would be kind of, uh, I don't like know, a, I, I, it a tragedy. Type yeah, of like a tragedy situation. in a way. It would have, it would have worked know. out. But I think it also it works a little better, you know, with her just kind of sitting there crying. You know, this yeah. is what it came to. Oh yeah, the gravity it, of that it's emotion. It's a hundred percent. I I think it works better that way, yeah, especially absolutely. when he transforms back. Yeah. And it, 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 I love how it just ends abruptly as it starts. Oh yeah. yeah. Because yeah. because he just gets shot down and she's crying. She's like, "Oh God, David!" And then you just see just David cut. Naughton just like full of holes, and then just cut credits. And it's just like bob 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 bang 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 bang. Kick up that blue moon, man, because like it, it is fucking great. Yeah, like really, really great. It's fantastic. I love it. Time. You know, I love it. I instant classic for me. Um, as far as like one of my uh, favorite horror movies, you know, I, I don't think you know favorite horror movie ever or anything like that. But I loved it. Uh, I like you said. I loved how it ended as abruptly as it started. You know, where it was just boom. Uh, credits didn't stick around for too long. It wasn't necessarily trying to over explain anything or anything like that. It was just a movie here for you to enjoy, and I, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it the whole way through there. It's a it's a you know a classic in cinema here, and even though it is like you know around the average runtime, I feel like it goes by so fast. Like it it's does. so well paced. Yeah. It just it goes by so mm-hmm. quick. It's it's known for its effects, but it's also just such a fucking great movie overall. It's something yeah. I I always come back to every Those year. Effects, you know, pr- mostly around like October. You know, we'll sit down and watch all these horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Big time. I mean, I watch them all year long, but. We really kick in overdrive in October, like every night. Oh yeah, um, you, you say you save a select few for for the Halloween season for sure. Exactly, mm-hmm. uh, and this is always <laughs> one of them, man. You know, just it's something mm-hmm. about a, a spooky October night. You know, just watching American Werewolf in London, it's great. Um, Big time. What What are your overall thoughts on it, Joe? Um, like Vernon, or or I excuse me, why I was saying, you know. A lot of people talk about the special effects in this film, and they're fantastic, but I feel like that kind of gets overshadowed or yeah. overshadows how well this film is put together. I agree. Like, 
the editing is on point, the script is on point, the acting is really great. Um, and there's a lot of great cinematography that's utilized in a, in a, in a weird way. Like again, like those far shots, I know it might be because of how they didn't want to like overdo the effects or like show the effects, but like, yeah. again, that was a choice. Like, again, like that yeah. shot in the subway, super fucking creepy. Um, uh, what's it? What, what was the other one I was just thinking of, uh, in the beginning that, that shot where th sometimes the less you see on screen in this movie, the scarier the scene is. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But uh, but yeah, man, uh, this is this is like top ten of like all time. This is an all timer. Um, I, I never thought that I would be talking about it on a show, like dissecting <laughs> it. It's just one of those things that like I couldn't. First of all, I can't believe you've never seen it. But if yeah, anybody I, listening hasn't seen this movie somehow, honestly. because there's clearly still people uh, yep. out there. <laughs> <that> <laughs> it's a must see. It's, it's a it's must a see. It's a must see for sure. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's one of the greatest werewolf movies of all time. I mean. There's not much else I could say that's not already been said about this film. Um, I love it. It was the it was my first werewolf movie, and um, and again, like I said, uh, Rick the behind the scenes Rick Baker stuff was some of the uh, first things I've seen with American Werewolf in London. Because again, in that thriller behind the scenes, there's a lot of American Werewolf in London stuff in it. Yeah, uh, scenes from the movie and and him uh, doing uh, tests and and with David Naughton and uh, casting his hand and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very close to me gr from growing up. Um, I mean, it's still supreme for sure. That's all I really got to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, fucking awesome. Awesome. it's fucking awesome. Man. It really is. <laughs> it's really, it's really a classic watch. Everybody yeah. watch. And it's like you said, it, sure. it does it great with the less is more approach. I know it's, it's yeah. cliche to say, but the, you know the peak what people go to when it comes to that is Jaws. You know that's that's the one everybody mm, yeah. goes to where well you don't even see the shark until like the last half hour forty like. 35 40 minutes but again that that's an that's an accident because the shark didn't fucking work didn't you know work. what i mean it was, that was genius and it was like dude they, they had to make do with it but uh it, it, like, it, yes, I, it is genius i planned this the whole time that's exactly, exactly. what i wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> um i i think i think that like it, it was a defining moment for landis as a director to do something like this where he could incorporate the comedy but it never overshadows the drama or mm -hmm. the horror of this film. Um, it only adds to it and kind of uh, cushions it a little bit. Yeah. Um, it makes you laugh and then it makes you fucking scared and mm -hmm. then it makes you feel bad. Um, <laughs> and so it kind of, it, it has this wide range of uh, emotions to it. Does. it. Um, and I think, I think it's done with such a subtle hand that you don't even realize that it's happening mm -hmm. until after you watch it. You're like, holy shit, like, this is really <laughs> well done. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic movie. Like you said, if, if anybody hasn't seen it and you're watching this, go out and watch it immediately, ASAP, right now. Oh, uh, 100%. It is on Peacock. Yeah. I, I think that's where Vern watched it here. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. So if you have that, mm -hmm. definitely go out and cock. watch it. It's on the cock. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there is a wealth of uh behind the scenes stuff oh, yeah. for this movie so so if you're into that kind of shit d dive in uh yeah. the Be beware of the moon the documentary is a, is a great one too that's to the watch. one that's awesome. that's the one that's on this blu-ray that i watched uh great oh, documentary awesome, yeah. yeah i did watch that mm -hmm. one and there's also like a, an actual little like 10 minute thing where they're actually doing the cast of david naughton just like head and everything kind of walking you through that process oh, yeah, that's awesome it is it's really cool very cool uh so if anybody likes that definitely go uh scoop a copy and, and check out all the special features because there's there's a ton to yeah. go through here 
Um, so yeah, and check that's... out that thriller, the making of thriller. If you haven't yeah. seen it, I was gonna <laughs> say, man, I, I feel like it's I'm gonna watch that either dude. tonight or this weekend at some yeah. point. I need to watch that, especially that scene with John Lannis and Michael Jackson. Tickling. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank you so much, man, for for joining us here on the show. It was a great episode. Whoop. Talk about American Werewolf, dude. Thanks. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, I'm I'm so glad I got to talk about this movie <laughs> because we probably wouldn't have covered it. Um, so I'm so thank you so much for having me, and I really appreciate you uh, thinking of me and reaching out. And uh, and yeah, I had a blast for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. I wanted to try to pick something that you guys wouldn't cover on your show, <laughs> and I figured this would be one. Oh, I, 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 uh, probably because you know we try to focus on like uh, movies that don't get a lot of attention, but this, but. I had a blast talking about this because I, again, like uh, I probably wouldn't have got the opportunity to. So that it's, it's was really fun. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're so glad you, you made the time for us today. For sure, yeah. Really appreciate oh, it. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, of course. No Absolutely. problem. Anytime for everybody. Thank you for watching. Make sure to like, share and subscribe. Uh, check out all the content across our channel. Definitely go out and check out movie dumpster, man. They got tons of fun. Oh content. yeah. Uh, where, where can they find you out here, man? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can find us at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Um, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. We have a YouTube channel you can jump on. We're doing video now. So if that's your thing, you can jump on there and subscribe and uh, check out those videos. If not, we're on all, again, like I said, we're on all your favorite podcast platforms. So you can listen to us in the car, at work, whatever you're doing. And, uh, and yeah, that's it. Perfect. All right. All right. And so until next time, we'll see everybody else later. 